And of course, it is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> Welcome back to A Woman Like You. My name is Shanice Barnett. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for connecting with me in my virtual space. I am really and truly honored to have you here. Now, I'm going to ask you, how are you? How are you? You know, so many times people ask us, how are you? And we answer the generic answer, the computerized answer. I'm fine. I'm good. How are you? But no, I am asking you, how are you? You can ask yourself the question, you know, for a while now, when I started, um, journaling, Somewhere along the way, I picked up on something that has become very important to me. After I start expressing what it is that I am grateful for, I move into the question, how are you? Or how are you doing today? And after posing that question to myself, I go to the line below that and I proceed to write how I'm doing from a honest, transparent, open space. How are you? It's okay to say, hey, I am not okay. I am really struggling right now. My mental health isn't where it should be right now. I am really hurting. My emotions are all over the place. I feel really vulnerable. It is okay to say that. And so sometimes we feel, you know, a bit off about going to someone and saying, hey, you know, I'm not okay. Say it to yourself, write it. I, I like to write on sticking whatever it is that I catch. I'm writing on it. Sometimes I'm writing on paper towels. I just write how I am feeling. Oftentimes you don't want to share those thoughts with people. So I have learned also to write those things that you don't want anyone to find later on, on a piece of paper, just to express it, just to get it out, which is pretty similar to saying it to someone and then disposing of it afterwards. At least you don't have to worry about, you know, <laughs> but yeah, this week though, I would like to talk about the power, the power of sisterhood. Now this, this topic became heavy on my heart after watching the woman King. And by the way, this is not an ad, but if you have not seen the woman King, sis, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Go see that movie. Listen, it is a very powerful, very powerful movie. There are so many powerful messages, separate messages. Like I believe that every woman who goes to see the woman King will get something different. She will leave with a different lesson. She will leave with a different message than the other one, because a lot of it has to do with where you are on your journey, where you have been, what your experiences have been like. And so you can take something from it. So yeah, go get the ticket. <laughs> but yeah, um, one of the things that I took away from the movie was how powerful it is to have a sisterhood. I learned that how powerful it is to connect yourself to the right people, to have the right people in your corner, the right people having your back and watching that movie. I was 
literally sitting there thinking about my own personal tribe and like, wow. Yeah. That, I was able to identify characters in the movie. Like, yeah, that's, that's so that that's so-and-so. Yeah. That's definitely her. <laughs> I was able to see a little of my friends into the characters and it was pretty interesting because it made me go back. I, w- I was reflecting on how I was a few years ago. And there was this saying, I, I don't know if people use it as much now, but there was this, um, no new friends. There was a song, no new friends, no new friends. And we took to it and we, we use that so loosely, you know, no new friends and that song. And, and what we took from it was, Oh, shut yourself off to new connections because these connections from 10, 20 years is all that matter. I'm here to tell you, <laughs> That is not the case. A lot of times we hold on to friendships from 10, 15 years ago that don't even serve us. There's really nothing to gain from the friendship. And I say gain and a person might say, oh, you shouldn't be looking to gain. Listen, if you are connected to people and whether it is a friend, a partner, and there is nothing for you to gain from the friendship, I'm not talking about material things here. I'm saying if you have a friend who cannot pour into you who cannot influence you to be a better person, who cannot walk with you to get to the next level that you are going, there is absolutely no reason to keep that connection. None. Because if you ask me one hand, what is it called? One hand washes the other. Today I am down, you lift me up. Tomorrow you are down, I lift you up. That is how it works. It's a balance. So if you are in any form of relationship where you're constantly pouring or constantly giving off yourself and you sit and you analyze and you realize, hey, I'm getting nothing in return. Ah, it's time for you to walk away. (laughs) It's time for you to walk away. Right? So like I was saying, um, we kind of shut ourselves off because we think new connections mean bad connections. And that is not the truth. I think oftentimes we're so paranoid that we think everyone is out to get us. We think, oh, every female is out to compete with me and she wants what I have and she's a hater and whatever that. What ends up happening is you keep building these steel bars thinking that you're keeping other people out, you're keeping your connections out. Meanwhile, you're building steel bars to lock yourself in. So at the end of it, you feel so isolated. You feel so distant from everything. You hurt alone. You cry alone. You struggle alone because you built a cage and you isolated yourself from everyone. You literally stood there and built a cage around yourself. And so I am so grateful that I learned how important it is to have good, positive connections, to have a sisterhood. Because when I tell you my friends, the people I am proud to call my friends are like sisters to me now. If I feel down, I have a friend to call if I am struggling spiritually. I have a friend to call if I am, if I'm feeling emotionally down, if I feel physically down and I want some laughter, I know what friend to call. I know which one of my friends to call if I'm trying to make a life-changing decision and I need, you know, some, um, reaffirming or some clarity or some direction, or if I, I need someone to pray with me or pray for me, I know who to call where I am right now. I can say that a lot of who I have become was because of the positive 
sisterhood circle that I have. The way these women pour into me, I would love that for you. And a lot of times our destiny helpers are, are there or life friends or soulmates, because I consider my friends my soulmates, right? There are your soulmates looking for you, waiting for you, but you shut them out because of fear, because of what society taught us. Society tells us that women company aren't the best to have. And that baffles me when I hear women say, oh, I only have male friends because women company, da, 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 da. And I'm like, so basically what you need to say is you are not a good friend. You are not good company. And so you are afraid that you will meet you. Just say that, sis. That's okay. If you know that you are a horrible friend and you know that you cannot be a good friend to someone else and you are afraid that you will meet a you just say that, just say that then, you know? So that really, that really amazes me when you hear, especially women talk about how toxic female friendships are and whatever. Now, mind you, I will say that can be true, right? It can be true that you have people in your circle that does not serve your best interest. It can be true that you have people in your life that will not help you get to the next level. You do have friends in your life that you feel like, hey, you, you're pouring more negative into me than positive, and that's fine. But the idea that every woman who tries to connect with you is trying to take something from you or trying to be like you or trying to rob you of your purpose, it's absurd, you know? There are good people out there, and I think a woman who has a good praying um reaffirming, loving, supportive sisterhood circle is set up for everything good that life has to offer. These are the people that will be there for you through your heartbreaks, through your broken relationships. Those are the friendships that will remain constant in your life. Those are the relationships that we need to nurture. Those are the relationships that we want to pour into, that we want to feed more because you realize that, hey, when you're feeling down and you're feeling drained, these are the people that God set up to be there, to lift you up, to hold you up, right? These are the people placed there to be your crutch, to be your wheelchair when you feel physically impaired. You know, sometimes we go through things and we go through them alone. I have gone through things alone and now I, I am just really grateful to know that I don't have to struggle alone. And as women, we already deal with so much. We already handle so much stress from the outside, from men, from children, from the workplace. I think it is important to have a safe space. It is so important to have that space that you can crawl into, you can ball your eyes out, you can ball your lashes off, you can take your wig off and look crazy, but we all deserve to have a safe space, that sacred space where you know that, hey, when the world has knocked me around and the winds tossed me and I have my, my, my bumps and bruises, this is the place, this is the person, these are the people that I go to for life right? I was listening to a sermon some time ago where it said the people you are attached to, a lot of us are dying. It started out that way. A lot of us are dying because the people we are attached to 
don't know CPR. And that was a word for me. That was a word. I was in the transition phase about to let go of a friendship that once meant the world to me because I realized that it wasn't reciprocating, right? I wasn't getting that kind of energy. I felt like I was always there for the right reasons and always ready to check in and pour in. And I just felt like I wasn't getting that in return. And in return, and I felt that way for a while, right? It was a while that I struggled with it. And when I heard that word, that sermon the morning where it said, we are dying because of who we are connected to, because those we are connected to, they don't know spiritual CPR. They don't know emotional CPR. They don't know mental CPR. They do not know how to pour life into us. That was also a reminder that I am so grateful to have the people that I have in my life. And I am extremely honored to know that they allow me into their space, that they consider me a safe space also, you know, because it is so true, the people we are attached to. You know, there's this saying, this Jamaican um, saying, show me your company and I'll tell you who you are. While that is not necessarily true because your friends can do whatever and you don't necessarily have to do that. I think what that was really saying is you will be judged based on what your friends do. But what is even more true to me is the connections, the people you are connected to. You will become them because you eventually, you spend enough time with this person, you have enough conversations, you witness enough, it starts to trickle down onto you. If your friend is an, a negative Betty and everything is handled with fear and paranoia and doubt, eventually that is how you're going to start speaking. If you have friends like my friends, thank you so much, who say, listen, there is nothing in this life that is good that you don't deserve there, I have friends who say, listen, you are amazing. You are beautiful. Listen, you deserve, I have friends who will tell me, listen, you deserve the best, whatever it is. They remind me that I deserve the best of everything. I have friends who support me through my, my, my bad times and my good times. Friends who will tell me straight up, they will check me on spot. And oh, those friends are also very important to have in your sisterhood circle right? Now, when I say a sisterhood circle, it doesn't necessarily mean that all these people have to be friends either. They just have to be your circle, right? That is where you go to for help. That is where you go to for restoration. That is how, that's who you go to, to just vent. You know, we should be able to have a positive circle where we can vent without fear of judgment. You know, I, I go to my friends and sometimes some things that I will admit to my friends and I'm just afterwards like so relieved like, ah, thank God that I don't have a friend who would say, how could you do that? <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, I felt I needed to say that. And of course, for those people who are not necessarily into my circle, but who allow me to hold space for them, I am truly honored truly honored to know that you would trust me to know that I will hold space for you. I will stand in agreement with you. I will support you even from a distance. I will pour into you the best way I know how. Thank you so very much for trusting me. 
But again, I am talking to the people who you isolate, you could have connections, you could have been building healthy relationships, but you are so fearful of, oh, if I let this person in, hey, here's the thing. And I learned something. Everything that we do in life is a risk. I'll say that again. Everything, every relationship that we enter into, regardless of what kind of relationship it is, it's a risk. You choose to have a child. You love the child for 18 years. The child turns 18, does not want to see you, does not want to have anything to do with you because of their own personal reasons. That was a risk, <laughs> right? You meet someone, you love them with your whole heart and your soul, and they just don't love you back. They cannot reciprocate that energy, the risk that you take. And it's the same way you will allow yourself to let someone in and then they come in and you realize, oh, that was a bad idea. That's the risk that we take. Now, there is another saying that I absolutely love and it says, I have loved and I have lost. Better to have loved and lost than not to have experienced love at all. Do you feel what that just said? <laughs> right? I don't think you understand just how deep that is. Right? Because the truth is, would you want to miss out on having positive connections, right? Connections that help you grow, connections that push you to be the best you. Would you give up on having that because if you give up on that, you just give up the idea that you might meet a friend who is not supposed to be your lifetime friend. They're supposed to teach you a lesson and move on. I'm sorry, but I would rather risk it for the biscuit. Meet these people who God prepared for me, who God prepared to help me get to the next level in my life than to be paranoid and isolate myself because I might, hey, I might meet a person who doesn't turn out to be everything that she said she is. It's whatever. Because when you get to that place, I have lost friends. I have lost friends over the years. Friends who I thought, okay, you know, we're definitely going to be doing this life thing together. And I've lost them. And I realized that for everything that you lose, well, I trust that for everything that I lose, there is something bigger and better coming. And so I have lost friendships, but I have built better connections that was better for me, better for them, if you ask me. And it all made sense. Everything won't work out. So if you are paranoid to say, oh, I will not go out with this female who's been trying to, you know, connect with me for a while, while it is that discernment is important because you have to be ready to feel a person's energy before you allow them into your space. But sometimes we're not feeling any bad vibes or we are, but the bad vibes is really coming from us and we are projecting it onto others, you know? So I tell you, it is important, you know? Go out there, build healthy relationships, connect with people. Sometimes it doesn't have to be, um, you know, we're best friends forever. It doesn't have to be that kind of thing. I have met females through work, through my craft that has become so dear to my heart. You know, I have met women in different ways who now I look at and I'm like, wow, what are the odds? But guess what? I was open 
to building new connections. That's what it was. I was open to allowing other people in. I was open. I had my heart open. I was living in the heart space and that would have attracted the kind of people who are in my life right now. You know, I think it was about two years ago or a year ago probably about a little over a year. I was on Clubhouse. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I I don't tune in as much now because the, the culture there has become a bit different. But I was there and I believe she was, I, I, I want to say she was an evangelist. I think she was. And she kind of ministered to me. Of course, it's virtual. And she said, listen, you are get, you're going to a new level in your life right now where God is sending you a new tribe. And she's like, you're about to lose people who are important to you, but God is sending people into your life who will help you get to the next level. People who are designed to pour into you the way you need to be poured into. And when she said that, I was like, hmm, Okay. All right. And then that happened. I started to see a shift in my life as far as my connections with others. And then I was in church again and my pastor Ryan Mark prophesied to me and he said, listen, don't feel guilty about the people that you had to leave behind. Don't feel guilty about the relationships that you had to sever. God had to do what he had to do to elevate you. He's like, listen, God is about to elevate you to a place where they could not come. And I was like, oh my God, I felt chills when he said it because that was somewhere between the first prophecy that I got and working out these connections that just were not working for me. And then here he was to remind me and he said, listen, God is sending you new people, fresh people. And when I tell you these new people, quote unquote, new people sure feel like home to me. They sure feel like, okay, we, we've been at this for 20 years, <laughs> you know, because sometimes it's, it's how souls connect, you know, souls don't see age. Souls don't see time. Oh, it's just two weeks. So we can't connect. I literally have sisters, right? That we connected, we were so close after like two, three months and not close in the sense that, oh, we're besties, but close where I felt safe in their presence and they could feel safe in mine and we could share with each other. And it is so good sometimes just knowing that there is a person who's willing to listen, right? A person who's willing to listen and they're, they're listening not for their own personal agenda, but because they want you to do well. And so I tell you tonight that connection is so important. Being connected to people is, it, it can be so fulfilling if they are the right people. So if you are one of those persons who've been isolating yourself and saying, oh, you know, I can do this alone. I don't need anybody. Listen, even if you don't need them for material things or for finances, take it from me. You'll need them for something. One day your cup is going to be empty and it's one of these wells that you will have to go to, to be poured into. And I also learned throughout my journey, you cannot pour from an empty cup. 
You keep pouring, pouring, pouring. Your cup runs dry. You run dry. It is so important to have people that will feed your soul. People who will pour back into your spirit to help you get back to where you once were or to where you need to get. So if you are one of those people... I am here to tell you it is safe. Find someone, find yourself a sister, find someone that can give you a hug and the hug can be so healing. I have a friend, my my very good friend, Her, I'll talk about our story later on, but um, the when she hugs me, her hugs are so healing. So healing, it's like no matter how I feel, no matter how down I feel, when she hugs me and says, listen, I love you. It does something to me. When I, t it does, it revives, it rejuvenates. That is so important. And I would wish the same for you, that you can have that kind of family, you know, that home, that place, right? I implore you, trust somebody, open your heart. I know you probably had to isolate yourself because you've been broken before, you've been betrayed before, you, you know, someone did you wrong, but it is okay to move on. It is okay to heal. It is okay to allow yourself to let people in. <laughs> thank you so much again for staying. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in and thank you so much for staying. And of course, remember, Allow yourself to love, allow yourself to be open so the right people can attach themselves to you. You can attach yourself to them. And as a unit, as a sisterhood, you can grow so beautifully. Thank you so much. And I'll be here again next Friday.